All right, everybody. Welcome to the Chad, Man and Randy show. I don't even know where to begin, dude. We can start locally with all the murders going on in Bakersfield and shootings and violence, or we can get into the political arena, which is an entirely other it's murders and. <laughs> I, I mean, dude. I it, dude. I don't even know. Like when when you fucking when you when you start to look at the world we live in, locally, nationally, even statewide. Uh, I think statewide probably worse. Uh, what the fuck? It, but I mean, like, <laughs> it looks just like a symptom, like a like it's the macro and the micro, like we're just a small symptom of everything else that's fucking going on, you know. I, I mean, okay, so I was gone. I've I've been home two years, so I don't want to make it sound like I I just got home. But um, was it like this when I was gone? Well, no, dude. I guarantee you, I haven't seen it, but we're. We're on a fucking record. Like we've got to be on a on a you know they said, they record said for the fucking death toll and all this shit. We're more. There's more murders and homicides in Bakersfield. I think it's like five or six. Don't quote me on the number. It's not like a drastic amount more than last year, but it's happening. It's like every night, dude. Well, yeah, every it's night. five or six. But is that five or six on the current pace? Or are we five or six over the total, and we still have six months left to go? I, I don't know. See, that's the question. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, because I, I heard somebody say yesterday about like the the police murder rate, like that we were that we were at that number or something like that. But it's yeah, like, yeah. But that was considered as of a year. We're fucking still got five months left. The the one that happened last night, and so right now it's Tuesday. So the one that happened Monday night was one block north of Supply Sergeant on Chester, right across from okay. Pioneer Village. They just found a dude in his car. It was like it was like K K and twenty yeah K and twenty eight something like that, and they just found a dude dead in his car, which you know that's kind of like the border of like downtown and Oildale. You go over that bridge and you're in like shit. well that's a weird area anyway because in one section you're like in East Bakersfield, yeah. Then in the other part you're downtown, and then if you and, and you're in Oildale, like it, it's a fucking right. weirdest. We always talked about that part of like being the weirdest part it of is. town. And if you take like the northeast, there's like a northeast. I don't even know what road it is, but you go northeast, you're right there with Garces and the Bluffs and Panorama. Yeah, it's like Morning Drive, I think. It's a really weird area. It's like this. It's like the four corners of different life. I don't know, man. It's it's fucking horrible, dude. So I mean, it, just this year since we started this podcast, we had the guys that were killed with the ARs, like straight up Fallujah style, in their car, leaving Sports and Spirits. We've had um, a couple here, one near you. Not to mention the grandmother that... That was by me. That was, like, right by you, dude. Four people break in. Let's talk about that for a minute. So you know a little bit more about it than I do. Not really, but... Well, I mean, well, you sent me the story that... Okay, so it was four people. They knock on Grandma's door. I guess uh, the female said that uh, we need car problems. Can I borrow your phone? First of all, they had never got past my security gate. Been like, oh, that's cool. I'll call somebody for you, but maybe, but fuck off. Everybody's got a phone nowadays. I don't. That's a piss poor excuse. They must have known grandma would fall for that. Because, I mean, if somebody were not. just old, you know, helping, like, not thinking. Well, they're living in a different time, dude. I mean, they might. Right. I mean, they're the ones who always fall for, like, you know, all these fucking money scams, too, you know. I mean, it's just, it's a leading with your heart type thing, you know. They get you in trouble. It's sad. And so. They knock on the door. That she lets him in, and what they just—I I don't know if she. I think there was a gun safe that they wanted. So they've already broken into her house like two times before. Well, I don't know. No, I, I mean, I don't you, know if they had broken in. before. No, they did. Did you see the news? Oh, no. the, the, there was a news video that I—I I think it was Channel Seventeen. 
her house had been broken into before. So right? they encased it. Well, I mean, I some so uh, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. So it, first of all, if your mom's 80 years old, her house been broken into once. I'm sorry, I'm I'm putting up fucking cameras, uh, video. Well, they did. <laughs> they well, on yeah, camera. yeah, dude. I don't know what people's financial situations are. If she's close to the house, but if it was my mom, there'd be some serious changes. What the fuck? If your mom, if if, if your mom's house is broken into one time, okay, the cameras go up. I get it. I'd be like, mom, why don't you come stay with us? Or, but sometimes they won't. Like I've known. I bet she. I bet she will now. I was gonna say. <laughs> I fucking bet she will now. She ain't gonna be able to run away for a little bit to no. not be able to because they shot her in the leg. Yeah. What a weird. What was that about? That was just being fucking mean, dude. Like just straight up. I want to like, know if it was in the shin or if it was up top. Because I mean, Granny's legs can't be that big. So depending on what they shot her with. The potential to bleed out arterial bleeding. Right. So it had to have been low. Yeah, but you're talking about these people that do this shit, they're not thinking of any consequence beyond three minutes. Yeah, man, that's fucking horrible. I, I, I feel awful, dude. I'm trying to find the homicide rate for Well, and then, folks. I mean, and then you really get into the top of the story is that the, the female that did this, it, it, her dad or her family is like does the window of... Uh, what is it, the Wendell Davis? I think it is Foundation Against yeah, Violence. that is what I was talking about that you sent me that I thought when I said you know more. So how are they connected to the NAACP? And this isn't they're, a race they're not, thing. They're not the NAACP. I guess they set up this foundation. Their son was murdered like uh, in 2006, 2009, something okay. like that is what I had heard. We're not and making this about race, but it with everything going on right now. Everything's going to sound like it's about race anyway. It is. Shit. It is. And this, we're, we're not racist. Anyways, let's not even No, I'm not even, I'm not even clarifying it. I but, mean, it is what it, we can have a conversation. So um, the, the girl who broke into the house and was and helped shoot grandma, beat her up and everything, because they beat her up too. Yeah. Uh, her dad runs a foundation that helps, I'm guessing, kids. To on try the, and stop violence, something like that. They wow. came out and apologized about it yesterday. My question is though, is that this her her picture was released? When I, I haven't seen it today. It, no, it was released when they were looking for. Her. They had a, a a surveillance camera shot oh, of her yeah, walking I, up I, to the door. Yeah, I just saw the tattoo on the leg. And now my question I have is because they said they apologized and that they want to have a dialogue with the family again. Which you know what, fine, good. But the question I have is that rings a little bit hollow. Is if they saw those pictures and didn't turn her in. Yeah, especially you can... I mean, because even if it wasn't my daughter's face, I'd be able to see enough to, That fucking leg tattoo is going to give it away, dude. I, I, know, mean, I, I know quite a few girls with, with leg tattoos, but if it was my daughter, I think I'd be like, motherfucker, this is where I'm going to flip the coin and play devil's advocate. Put yourself in, your, in a father's position. So both of us have daughters. Let's just say they, I mean, because both of our daughters are pretty good girls. So let's just say they they go off the deep end and they do this shit. Would you call the cops right away? I'd turn her in. You would? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I No, mean, I would. You, you, I, that, that was fast. You're like, I'd turn her in. No, I, because I've seen these people like when they have like Jeffrey Dahmer as their kid or whatever. I mean, you, you can love your kid or whatever, but your kid can be a piece of shit. And you have to, it has to be dealt with, man. I mean. Yeah. My, my parents turned me in for vandalizing, uh, you know, the big balloons like in new homes. How they put the big giant balloons above mm-hmm. homes. We shot a couple down and, and my mom and dad turned me in and my friend, me and Mike, me and Mike Stevens and a couple other buddies. We were like in sixth grade. They turned us in. I think mostly to scare us, you know. 
But also because they're liable. They're 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 the Well they're, those BB yeah. gun that that BB gun that leads you down to a road of deep shit oh, too dude, because yeah, I mean yeah. But I mean I don't I I'm not taking the dad's side here or the girls at all, but I, I guess I can understand why it went a day or two, but you're saying it went like I mean it went a week. Yeah, I it it just there's with all of these stories that have been coming up everything's just not adding up in any of it. We're not getting everything. We're not. There's things being kept away. It's just, I don't know, man. I, sorry, I'm not, I'm, I'm listening to you 100. percent I'm just trying to. But they said the too, though, weird. if I remember right, in the story about her, they were saying that she had maybe gone down a road of drugs and maybe had some mental issues, and that was another reason that I said that I would that I would have turned her in because now you're talking about a menace. You're talking about, you know, a health thing too, as well for her and well, shit for the community. I can understand. If a criminal breaks into an old lady's house and tells her, hey, sit, sit there, don't move, we're going to rob you, and then they're gone. That's one thing. But, And I'm not saying that. I'm not justifying that. I'm just saying that that's like, okay, they're fucking thieves. You're stealing from an old lady. You're a piece of shit. But to do that and then beat her up and then fucking shoot her in the leg? The menacing, the, the, the that, mental, that, the mental yeah. shit that's never going to go away. I mean, that, that, figure that brother's got 10 years left, and that ain't going away. Not to mention the trauma. I mean, you don't want to talk about PTSD and shit. I used to be a dickhead about PTSD, thinking only soldiers can get it. You know, people can get it from car accidents, watching their kids go through something. I mean, it an 80-year-old woman getting her house broken into, beat up and shot overnight. They do. It's not like they did this for two hours. No, this was a good, you know, 12-hour, you know. What the fuck? To me, that is probably the most evil shit. That's even worse. Not worse than molesting a child, but that's pretty much worse than just fucking killing someone. Because well, and that the brazenness of to, to be able to, to, to hang around for that long. Yeah, what are they doing for 12 hours? Eating her food, watching her TV? Like, did they lock her in a room? Like, I, there's so much about this I want to know because not to get off on it or, oh, I want to know everything. It's to, like, understand the mentality of the people that do that kind of shit. That, I mean, I, I'm sure your mom did, but my mom was always like, when you were a kid, like if somebody like, you know, came up and tried to snatch you from the mall or whatever, especially after the Adams, you know, after Adam Walsh and everything like that. But my mom was like, hey, man, you know, she taught me when I was a kid, like somebody tries to grab you, like you scream, you throw a fit and have them fucking kill you in this store, it, you know, because better to be killed now than let them, you know take you off and fuck with you for hours on end. God, dude, as you're saying that, I'm remembering some shit my mom used to do to us when we were little. When we were about six, well, I must have been six, seven, the oldest, because she hadn't met my stepdad. She hadn't met my dad yet. Um, I was probably six. She would go and run an errand and leave us in the car. Nick, my brother must have been like two. Nick, if you're listening, you remember her doing this. She would go in the store. We'd be right there, because this is when you were able to do that. She'd walk back in the car, and she'd put, like, this, like, really evil, like, I don't know. We thought it was scary, but I'd probably laugh if she tried it now. But it was, like, goofy face, this scary face. And she'd be like, I'm the stranger. You know, no, your mom. And she'd be like, I'm not your mom. I'm the stranger. And so, like, we'd get so fucking scared, dude, because she wouldn't stop. Right. She wouldn't stop and be like, ah, it's mom. Like, she would do it, dude, for like two or three minutes, and it would scare us. And that kind of gave us that fear of strangers and shit, but... Going back to the grandma, man, I, you look at these murders and these shootings, it, it just, it, it kind of happened right when the year turned around. It was like January. We, I mean, uh, when I started paying attention to it. Yeah, it seemed like it picked up. Um, you know, the thing is, too, with that lady getting shot is when you start talking about the elderly and stuff, what kills them more than anything else? 
Heart pneumonia. Att- ha- heart, well, I was going to say heart attack. Pneumonia from not being mobile. What happens? Usually grandma slips, falls, breaks her hip, gets pneumonia, and dies a few months Is that later. what happens? Like when I fall and I can't get up type commercials? Well, yeah. I mean, usually really? they break their hip, and then all the fluid settles in their lungs. And then, you know, because you, you hear about oh. all these people who, you know, when they start falling and shit, and then they, they die not that long ago. I after. always just felt like they or thought that they starved or bled no, out or the, something. it's the lack of mobility, you know. Your oh. lungs start filling up with fluid, and they end up getting pneumonia, and then they die. Again, dude. It's not about race, but you know that could have been anyone's grandma, dude. My grandma, my grandma, you know, her and my uncle lived together not far from here, and you know he he comes and goes and does his thing. You know, if my grandpa just passed away, like that got me thinking, dude. If that was my grandmother, if that was my grandmother, I I I would be on a fucking death hunt, dude. I I I think that even though they caught these people, I. even though they caught these people, for me, I, I would just fucking I, I couldn't I couldn't handle knowing that my grandmother, because she when you look when you think of a grandma, dude, if you go to Google and Google grandma and click on images, this woman's face would pop up, right? Right, not the not the forty two year old grandmother that we see half the time now. You know, great grandmother at forty three because right. everybody's had kids at ten, right? Or the grandmother that was on the news after the fourteen people who got shot here. In South Bakersfield, which let's talk about that. So this past Saturday, uh, what, the 15th, whatever, 16th, there was a party on the south side, typical high school party, teenagers. People are standing out front, and some fucking assholes drive by, shoot at the people, and 14 people, 14 people are shot, no one dies. Now here, I'm going to word this very carefully, because I really don't know how to put it. And I was talking to my brother-in-law about it. How in the fuck? Piss poor marksmanship. Yeah, dude. Because I, <laughs> I look at, I look, and I look, dude. 13, if you tried to shoot fourteen people and not kill one of them, you couldn't do it. No, not me. Not no, me. no, I, anybody. I'm just saying, just randomly, if you fired into a crowd, and how do you not kill somebody? I now, mean, I'm glad. I'm, I'm so, yes. I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I'm not saying that I want to see anyone dead, but, but I, you couldn't <laughs> do it if you tried. You know, if you're like, I'm just going to wound 14 people and you know not kill any, you couldn't do it. From a marksmanship perspective and a former infantryman, 13 years in the Army infantry, I don't understand. Now, yes, when you're in a moving vehicle, hitting a target can be hard, but when you're hitting a stationary target is not that hard and it just goes to show what this does for me is, is number one it's, it's tragic and, and I'm so happy no one was killed and I, I really worry about those kids because they're going to be affected by this shit the rest of their lives and I hate hearing that this is going on in high schools my wife was just at that high school doing that cheer camp a couple weeks ago if you remember cause she what high school was it? South High I mean, uh, it, uh, I imagine South. you know what I mean South, yeah, I don't know but um, I, I, I look at the, the shooters right the gang members who did this because they said it's gang related because no one's talking it just goes to show the fucking ignorance of these ass clowns, dude. These fucking assholes who think they're hard. They rock the fucking clothes. They probably walk the walk. They talk the talk. And I mean walk the walk, like literally walk like fucking degenerates. And then they're going to side hold a pistol and fire it at a crowd. I mean, this is going to sound horrible, but from, a, from from somebody who's dealt with a lot of weapons, dude, um, it, they don't even know what the fuck they're handling. That's how that makes it even more dangerous because what these fucking dudes have kids probably. Oh, it's about or, it's it's all about always about looking cool. Like and that's the whole. But the whole thing is is that's the reason that it started. I guarantee you, because this was kind of like the. I think from what I read about that is like the parents let the kids have a party. Okay, they were served sure. alcohol, Ugh. and it grew. 
Because they said there was like 150 there. <laughs> Jesus. And, yeah, you'd think you'd have cut oh, that yeah, off before yeah, then. Yeah. But, um, but then, uh, I guarantee you one of these dudes who did the shooting, they went to the part, whatever, got mad. One of them probably got their fucking ass kicked. Dude, they're teenagers. They can't exactly, they're teenagers and they can't exactly hold their alcohol, right? I mean. Right, but somebody probably got their ass kicked. Or One punk, of the shooters. Right, or punk. And, and it, it all comes back to looking cool, man. Somebody trying to fucking, you know. All through this shit, and then you look at dudes, you know, 40, 50, fucking throwing fights and bars and shit, the same stuff. You gotta have the mentality of ISIS or fucking terrorists or these assholes killing cops to just drive by a party and just, I mean, I no excuse, man. Alcohol, drugs, that's fucking insane. And that's the city we live in, dude. There's murders almost every night, literally. I think we've gone three straight nights with the murder. There's shootings every single night. You open up your Facebook and you follow the local news stations every morning. You know you're going to wake up to a shooting. Fucking grandmas are getting their house invaded and beat up and shot. There's home invasion robberies all the time. I want somebody to try and break into my house. My neighbor, he's a drunk Polish guy. He has a two-story, same model as my house. A couple times he came and tried to open the door with his keys at the wrong house. The one time, dude, I, I had my AR... I was home alone, and I was cleaning my rifle, and I just happened to have it right there. Didn't have a magazine or anything, but I kicked the Surefire, I kicked the light on, and I opened the door. That man ran so fast. And then he did it again, like a month later. That's different. You hear about these home invasions, man, and... Well, I told you a couple months ago I had that dude in my front yard, right? Yeah, what happened with that? Dude, um, I went out to, like, take out the trash, like, and I, I'm sorry, when I'm around the house, for sure, I've definitely got a pistol on my hip every time. It's concealed, it's in my, you know. Isn't hip. that fucked up, though? You gotta bring a weapon with and you. And people wonder why. Why do you, people have asked me, why do you have that when you're around the house? I said, that's when I want to have it. It's when I don't, you know, if they break into my house, I wouldn't be a big fan of it when I'm not home, but I'd much rather than, you know, being this 80-year-old woman, you know. Yeah, and, exactly, or, you know, three, I mean, because let's be honest, dude, you're, how tall are you? Six two. You're six two. What like? Um, how, how much you weigh? Like hundred and two. two or, ten. Okay, I was doing. I thought I was gonna say one one eighty, one ninety. But mm-hmm. anyways, so two hundred pounds roughly. So you get three dudes, three big guys break into your house, man. You don't got a gun on you. You might be able to take one down, hurt one, but I mean the other two got you. I don't walk around my house with a fucking loaded AR. I would love to, but I, you know, obviously I got kids, and and that's a little borderline psychotic. But. There's always weapons readily available in my house. Oh, yeah, you know? I've got stash shit. But, but I went out in the front yard to take trash out, and dude standing in my yard. Like, you know how they talk about, like, those those utility You're talking, like, guys? right there where the tree used to be? Where that tree is, that little small tree up on the side, like, getting shaved. Oh, fuck, getting shaved? Just standing there, and, and, like, he's got one of those uh, those orange, like, utility worker's vest on or whatever, but didn't have any markings on it or whatever. Yeah. There was no truck parked around there. No tools. No meter. Yeah, I had a hat on and, you know, his phone, whatever, just getting some shade. And I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing here? Who are you? What yeah, the, what the and fuck? then I kind of like, went like, like this. Yeah. Kind of reached to my back and kind of pulled this. I think uh, I suggested uh, you don't have any business here. I think you should carry on. And I didn't see him ever again. White guy, Hispanic, black. Hispanic or white guy. I know a lot of gardeners. Like, we, I live in a housing association and. And if you've listened to the show a lot, sometimes you might hear the gardeners and stuff. Those guys wear vests, and they'll take breaks in people's yards. But right. This guy was solo, no. though. This guy was, you know, and on a phone, like, he was in communication with somebody. Like, this is, and I've seen the gardeners. They used to, okay, I'm a dick, but when I had the trees in my yard before I cut them down because I didn't want my pipes blowing up into my my oh, house. like I got going on? Yeah. I <laughs> knew exactly. I'd diagnose that problem for you right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. But, um. Uh, 
But they used to they used to camp out like the neighbors' gardeners would camp out underneath my trees and eat their lunch. Well, it was funny that my sprinklers would always come on right about <laughs> that time too. I don't, like I think it's kind of weird. I don't mind. They do knock on the door and ask. You know? No, these guys don't. They, they just no, hang they, out, dude. Like I fucking got a park in my front yard. And the, the you know, but that doesn't bother me. What I did do this past week is uh, so across the street, I have I have a girl that lives across the street. I have three girls that live together. They're, they're like in their twenties and thirties. Uh, you know, I, I told them I, I gave them, and I I know her real well. That's you know that's how I met Sherwin from the Aviators and everything. I, you know, she has my number. She contacts me on Facebook. I said, if you ever see anything, give me a call. There's a big black dude that moved next door to her on the corner. Uh, he's always outside. You know, so I always say what's up to him. And and the old lady across the street kind of diagonal to me. I went knocked on her door the other day. I, I think I kind of frightened her, dude, because like I saw her peeking through the blinds and. You know, and I said, "Hello, so you're not you're not gonna get to use my phone, motherfucker." Well, right, a forty-four. I, I, well, I told her. I said, "Hi." I said, "You know, it's Chad from across the street." You know, I just had a quick question, and I didn't have a question. I told her, "I said, look, you know, there's a lot of craziness going on. Uh, here's my phone number. Here's my wife's phone number. If you ever see anything, or if you ever hear something, or you feel like something's going on, give me a call. I'll be right there. My wife will, you know, because my wife, you know, Libby's got a little pocket three eighty that she takes everywhere with her." And, you know, she, my wife's ready to get down, dude. My wife will take that shit. Her friends think she's nuts. But, dude, um, better be judged by 12 than buried by 6, the way we see it. I mean, you know, nowadays you got to protect yourself. You can't even go to a peaceful protest or a movie or you look at what's going on in Europe, dude. Those fucking people were just watching fireworks and some asshole comes barreling through in a fucking truck. Well, you bet your eighty people. You bet your ass that I was definitely packing the night of uh, the, when we went to the Star Wars premiere. Yeah, I get nervous when I go to the I was Maya. because that one well, I didn't go to the Maya. This was at the mall, but just like that was a big, big target. And that wasn't too long after the French shit. Yeah, I gotta admit, I get a little nervous with that shit. Well, at Freedom Fest, dude. So at Freedom Fest, this is the first time I've come open with it. I gave BPD a call and I told him I said, Hey, because this was right after uh Orlando. O- Orlando. And I said, Look, I I'm throwing Freedom Fest, I'm the guy running it, me and my co host, and he, I gave him your number, my number, I said, Here um, you know, if you can guys can just drive by a couple times, just make your presence known because you have a bunch of patriotic Americans in one place, and the way this parking lot goes, I mean, you know, but, I mean, there'd be no getting out. Well, I mean, I'm asking, just you know, maybe put it out to your patrols and say, hey, dude, this is going on because that's the fucking world we live in. That's the world that we find ourselves in. It sucks, man. It's it's sad, but I Pe- mean, people don't want to see police being militarized right away. Martial law starts being talked about and and you hear about cops getting armored vehicles and walking around with achs and body armor and and ars uh but what do you expect cops to do and and i'm not for martial law or or over militarization of the police but on the other hand you know i don't want these poor son of a bitches to come in i don't want yeah i don't want them carrying a fucking revolver and you know the dudes are cranking out armor piercing rounds right you know they got nine mils with maybe two clips you know maybe they got maybe 30 rounds on them and they got an ar in their car shotgun whatever well they're law enforcement so they can get them as i say depending on the state maybe they have two mags with seven rounds a piece and then it's fucking jackups in this state i get scared not for me i just get scared for for my kids because my daughter is going to be going to college soon i got two young boys dude we're talking about homeschooling because you can't even be comfortable sending your kid to fucking school anymore i'm seriously like my wife she's got lupus and so the weather kind of affects her 
But if it was me, I swear I'd be thinking, like, let's move to fucking Idaho or Montana. Like, somewhere out in just nowheresville. I mean, I mean, you might have to deal with the militia living out there, but you can high-five those guys and, you know. You met Chance, my army buddy from yeah, Montana. Those guys are, Montana is... That's from, like, one of my cousins lives there. But then when you choose to move, because I saw somebody post that on one of the news stations' Facebook. They commented and said, I'm moving. When that starts to happen, and that's fine. I mean, I don't foresee myself living in Bakersfield forever, but when you start to move, you're leaving, and those people aren't going nowhere. Like, oh, I know. I mean, so that's... so you're you're creating like these violent. Like, you're creating a fucking Chicago, is what you're doing. Because everyone left the city of Chicago and they moved elsewhere in Illinois, and and now there's like ten homicides. Well, a look night. at Detroit. It whoa! It's like looks like fucking Robocop. Well, what was Robocop City, dude? It was Detroit. Oh, it was Detroit. Yeah. Fuck, no, dude. but Detroit looks more like Escape from New York now. You know, let's wall that some bitch off, and you could buy a house for a hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, yeah. It says last year there were 17 reported homicides. That can't be right. There's no fucking way. There were 17 this month. I don't know how to read these statistics, man. So don't quote us. We're not professional broadcasters. But it's coming. I mean, we don't have a research team. Technically, we could look in ahead of time, but we just fly off the wheel here. And I don't even know where to go. But it's just showing that the thing is, like, you're talking about kids, dude. It's gotten worse from our parents' parents to them. And everybody always thinks it's, yeah, there's a good story. Yeah, so, here, finish your thought. We'll, we'll. But go go your kids or your kids' kids and how bad this shit going to be. If you use the current you rate? Like, a generation or two before you, like, say your, Greg, your grandparents. Yeah. We never had locks on our doors and, you know, shit, your neighbors just came by and walked in. And if they needed something, they'd borrow it, leave you a note and come, you know. And well, then you're, okay, so when I was a kid. And I know you grew up in Fresno, but I grew up here. No, I grew up here mostly. Okay. I grew up in the say here in this area, southwest Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And it was the newest part in the nineties and you know, Clinton was president and life seemed to be pretty peachy. I'm not giving Clinton credit, I'm just saying this is the time. We would ride our bikes down from, you know, Stockdale High area where we lived, all the way to White Lane and Gosford, the Taco Bell grocery store, whatever, Video City, you know, we'd do that and then ride back. Now I'm not saying I wouldn't let my boys do it if they were that age now, but um, there was just a fucking stabbing on district yesterday. That's another thing, dude. There was a stabbing on district yeah. yesterday over a lawnmower. The, my wife was telling me it was over a lawnmower. So what is it? Gardeners just are arguing and fucking stabbing each other. This is see what happens when you turn your sprinklers on and don't let them sit out there and eat their lunch. <laughs> they get fucking crazy. So right here we got an, an article from Bakersfield.com from February 9th, two thousand fifteen, and it's titled. Bakersfield crime rate hits 10-year low. Boy, that changed real quick. Below are the crime rates per 10,000. That's just crime in general, though. Yeah. that I mean, but even crime. I mean, dude, it seems like crime's going Oh, up. yeah, everything's going. I mean, it's all a symptom. I used to laugh at my dad because he used to listen to police scanners and shit. I would laugh at him, and I thought, I thought it was kind of nerdy. But now I got the app on my phone, and I listen to that shit. And I listened for like an hour last week. And within an hour, dude, I heard shootings. I heard there was a guy beating his wife, domestic assault. It's wild, and we don't see it because we just live in our homes. We live in our cars. We go from here to there. Cops are out there, dude. They're out there, and it's a fucking war zone. It, It's a war zone. Well, the thing is, is like, and not saying that I've never been guilty of this myself, but you just look at, like, the laws in general. Nobody fucking respects red lights anymore. I mean, you sit there at a red light, especially at like at Panama and Weibel. 
Oh, yeah. shit. You're going to wait for, like, especially that turn, like when you're leaving my house, coming out that way. Oh, to go. And you're coming, like, to get back from uh, oh, from Weibel on to Panama, and you make that left. Yeah. Dude, no one there's yeah. three cars that are going after that light turns red. Oh, stop signs either. I mean, it, you know, traffic, they must make a killing on traffic violations because no one gives a fuck. I and mean, then you add that, and then we'll just go to what just passed. And like I'm saying, like, I haven't been guilty of this either, but with the fireworks, you see all these people that live around you that don't break a damn law, really, you know, uh, your neighbors. I mean, I have these Indian neighbors who are quiet as could be across the street from me, don't break a law. They're shit, they own four houses. They own two houses on, well, they own five houses. They own two houses, the one they live in and the ho- two houses on each side whole, of them. They do that whole family thing. Right, no, but they rent them out to people. Right, yeah. But they don't do, you know, all this, they're quiet. But come July 4th, man, that law is, they give two fucks about because they're out there cranking out you know it's like artillery you know are they doing illegal fireworks oh dude so what's funny about that is that they have Shit to looks drive like Baghdad dude <laughs> shock and awe you know it's funny that they have to drive to Nevada for that they probably go to Pahrump oh, he's a truck driver the dad's a truck driver and you know he's just oh, loading yeah, yeah, up yeah, yeah. I mean how funny must that that must look funny as fuck could you imagine you're some Nevadan Working at a fireworks store, and you have these Hindu guys walk in, and you know you don't, you can't buying all this gunpowder. You can't fucking tell the difference between a Hindu and a Muslim, and you're just sitting there watching them the whole time. That's got to be hysterical. I feel bad for Hindus because they are, even though they smell fucking horrible, and you can smell their houses from down the street. They are nice people. I mean, you get ignorant rednecks that are like, "You fuck, go back to your country, Muslims." And, Shit, and they and have like, a, they have a bigger problem with Muslims than anybody. Yeah, I Fuck mean yeah. they've been dealing well, with dude. them. They've been dealing with them for thousands of years, man. Pakistan and India have nuclear weapons pointed. That's one of the most contested borders in the world. Oh, they you, you watched that Vice special, didn't you? Where they have the dudes marching, like yeah, and they, they look like fighting chickens and shit dancing. And if they one of them t- tiptoes over that line, the North Korea South Korea border gets a lot of attention. But I think the most contested border probably in the world is India and Pakistan. Not, I mean, they don't fight a lot. At least I don't think. I mean, you don't hear about it. But they got nuclear weapons, dude, that are aimed at each other. And that's pretty fucking... That's pretty scary. Two nuclear powers. Is there anywhere else in the world where two countries have nuclear weapons pointed at each other like that? Like, border each other? Uh, I don't know. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that fallout's not going to go well that, that, for you either. That you are know? enemies? That are enemies. I mean, I know, like, France has one. England has one. Okay, but they're, like, allies. I, I can't think of any two countries that are enemies. Well, Russia and China, they border each other. But they're not Russia exactly... Russia and China, they're... Uh, they got frenemies. like yeah, they got the frenemy thing. But yeah, but Pakistan or other, I mean, they saw that vice special. I mean, you'd see, you could see like the reflection of like dudes like are just in dugout areas, you know, on each side got rifles pointed at each other the entire time. Oh yeah, it, it's it's dug in, dude, and you know that's worldwide. There is the potential for all-out combat. First of all, if, if there was like a major, let's say North Korea and South Korea start going at it, and at the same time, India and Pakistan decide, you know what, fuck you, dude, you're looking at global. Cat- catastrophic war, which of course we're going to get involved in fucking everything. So now we're going to be all across the country because we think we're, you know, the policemen of the world. Well, Russia and NATO is always a little bit, uh, you know, it's a little contentious here. Yeah, dude. But you know what? With these Arctic drilling rights. I know. I know he's a KGB anti-American madman. He's not exactly a nice person to America. But dude, I like I like Vladimir Putin. I like that dude. I maybe not him as a person, but I like. How, I like his mannerisms. I like the way he leads. I like the strength. Did you see? The, you'd want him. You'd want him to be your guy. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh yeah, beyond a you shadow know, of if, a doubt. If he was your guy, Very, you would like him. Some of the most 
cool shit I've seen on news ever was when him and George W. Bush went to his ranch in Texas, and they were chopping wood together, dude. Now, I don't chop wood. I, I probably would look like a fucking asshole out there trying to do it. But when you're watching these two dudes in charge of like, the two greatest superpowers in the world just shoot the shit and chop wood, that's who's in charge of this shit. Could you imagine Obama chopping wood? Fucking pathetic. Dude, like, like, and you know Putin's got another career. He's gonna be fucking as soon as he leaves politics. He's gonna be oh, he's the Russian crime boss of of every well, movie ever made. Dude, like he's got the look for it. He like did the, leave. Do you remember he did leave for like two or three years? I'm or just some saying, shit? if he wants to, like, I mean, if he wants another career, you imagine that guy goes to Hollywood. He would be the Russian crime lord in every movie, dude, ever. Two. I should hook up the the deals where where we can watch this video. Um no, because we can't translate Russian. But there's this video, bro. Oh, I, the uh, the France apology? Yes. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay, so for you guys listening right now, after France got hit with that maniac truck driver, the mother... You know what, though? I bet you he stole that speech from Michelle Obama. I don't know. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> but right after France, a couple of days ago, they last week, France was attacked, and some Muslim jerk-off drove his truck into a group of people, killed 84 people. Vladimir Putin... Did this video, and it looks like something we would do, man. Like how you would post your phone up on or your iPad up on a counter, and then stand in front of your couch. He's standing in front of this chair, and he's got his hand in a fist on the chair, and his other hand's in his pocket. And he gives this apology, but when you read the the uh, captions in the bottom, he says, "Right, he goes, I'm not going to bother calling." the leader of France because he has too many. You're op- busy. You're busy, and I understand. So I'm just going to. I'm just going to talk directly to the, the, the French people. And he goes on to say how we understand terrorism. Russia deals with it daily. We're in this fight together. We must eliminate this threat all the way to its core. And we are with you in this fight. I mean, the guy sitting there, dude, looking like a fucking mafia don, dude. He's the guy you want to have lead. And, you know, dude, honestly, I can't even believe I'm saying this. I'm a little jealous. I'm a little jealous of the, of the Russian people. We don't have that. And I'm not saying, yeah, Donald Trump claims to have it, but, you know, Donald Trump isn't on his vacation chopping wood. I want a leader, man. I want those qualities. We've had eight years of this fucking pencil dick, and he's turned us into the laughing stock of the world. Do you know what I wonder is, like, with the with Trump and the Republicans and all that shit is everybody that is conservative deems Ronald Reagan as, you know, Jesus you know, yeah, that's something. But like. the question I have is, is, and I know Reagan ran California first, but if Reagan was to come up in in this time, just like he would now, is if he would have got the same shit that Trump gets, because I think he may have. We're not qualified to lead. He's <laughs> just an actor. He's just this. He's you know. I was too young. To no, I'm mean, shit. So was I. I mean, shit, I was seven when you know when so he I, first ran. But I'm just saying. I mean. Where they want these... The thing is, is, all you hear is people saying that they want something different. They want something... And then well, when we, it comes down to it... We don't want what we have now. Well, no. But when it comes down to it, what were we looking at? A Clinton and a Bush. I mean, nobody really wants anything different. When they, they talk all this shit, and when it comes down to it, and they get in the polls, they're going to vote along the party lines. They're going to do what they're supposed to. Good little boys and girls are going to stand in line and Dude, do what they're supposed to. Watching that first day of the convention yesterday and watching Rudy Giuliani up there, he was it, – it, it just looked like – I mean, he's up there and he's like, and we're going to destroy these terrorists. 
and we're going to make America great again. His voice is too high-pitched to be talking like that. I don't know, man. There's no. It, it didn't come off as as strong, like Vladimir Putin standing in front of Because I think what he fucking... was doing, though, is I think what he was trying to, because the crowd was a little bit divided, I think he was trying to bump up. Find, like, a common ground. Well, no, to kind of bump up, like, make it more, that he could fill in the noise caverns, and if he oh, made it yeah. seem more excited, then he could get the ones in that were up, you know. If I didn't see the people in the crowd, I would have thought he was talking to, like, a half-empty room because people were just quiet. I... It's just, it's false bravado to me. It's all false bravado, and I think Trump, even though he talks a big talk, I mean, we've never seen him in action, so I, you want to go off evidence, you want to go off action, and I, I just, I, I I admire the Russian people, man. I admire them, I've met them, I've been in surrounding countries like Kyrgyzstan and Kazakh, uh, Kazakhstan. I didn't meet Borat. But, I was about uh, to say. But, Very nice. But, you know, those are pretty much Russian-esque people, and... and all communist block. I admire they have a certain strength about them. We've all seen the on Facebook. If you haven't, you'd check them out. These uh, these Russian videos, man. What's fucking awesome? Have you seen the Russian videos where they'll get rival neighborhood hooligan gangs and they'll meet and you'll see twenty Russians on this side, twenty Russians on this side, and they'll just fucking fist fight, man. What are they fighting about? Fucking like gangs in New York, shit. It is, and it's just a harsher life and. I'm not for communists. I, I think Putin's got his bad qualities, but I miss that, dude. I miss that. George Bush had it growing up. You know, Reagan, at, well, least, at, le- at least the country had it. I think where you live somewhere, like if you look at like not saying that New Yorkers are way like hardier than we are, but I think there's also something to the fact that if you live somewhere where the weather can fucking kill you. <laughs> Like a blizzard? Yeah, not not us. Okay, we might get hot. All right, stupid, go get some water and stand in the shade. You're generally going to be all right. But if you live somewhere where, you know, you need to make preparations, you need to get firewood, you need to have your food stored away because you're about to have eight months of snow and ice. And well, bears. I mean, you're talking Russia. Right. You're talking Russia, right? Well, bears, anyway, you know, fucking... snow, you're going to need firewood. <laughs> you're going to need to stow your food away. Everything is making up, you know, those four months where it's not winter, you know, and where it's a, you know, a, a really hot 54 degrees, you know, you've got to be storing up and growing your food, storing everything away for the eight months of shit that's about to come. Yeah, that's, I mean, that yeah, you're, you're, that's why Alaskans are, I wouldn't say necessarily tough, but I mean, they're, they're hardier, you know, uh, that's why everyone's fascinated with Alaska, and I, I love living there, the people there definitely their survivors. It makes you a little crazy. Well, yeah, it's a little different. and Like the desert people, too? You go meet those people that live out in the desert? Like out by Barstow? They're a different kind. Yeah, they're a different kind. (laughs) They all look like they're 100. Burned out hippies, and they all look like first baseman's gloves? (laughs) Yeah, they look like they're 200 years old. They look it's Like Hulk Hogan's skin? Well, yeah. Well, when you have to wake up every single day to harshness environment, then, you know, if it's hot as hell... And if it's cold as a blizzard, you're dealing with that. So anything else that comes at you, you're ready for because you're already like. Urgh. You know, you got to watch out for those desert people though too, because I knew a few of them, and you know, a lot of a few of those people were. They're uh, they were like the ones that I knew were uh, ex-Vietnam dudes with PTSD. They live out there in the desert. That moved out there just to get the well, fuck away from. Do you remember everybody. in Terminator Two when when Sarah Connor when they when they rescue her mm-hmm. and. 
Take her to Julio's and, and Terminator and, and John Connor and her. They go out in the desert and dude just open. He's got this hole in the ground. He just pulls his tarp open and you walk down there and it's like the greatest arms room ever. I think they had a Huey down there and shit or like out yeah, they had, yeah, they had all kinds of shit and it's just out there. No one's going to check up on you and you can store and live whatever you want. I, if it wasn't so goddamn hot, I hate the heat. I would do it. I would do it. I'm more of a cold person. Say, so put me in the woods and better off. But I mean, this is the world we live in, man. I don't even know. What to call this episode is, and then the end of the world as we know it. Like I that, mean, like that REM song. I mean, it, the end of the world as we know it. So as we know the world, as most of us who are adults in our thirties and late twenties, we've known the world a certain way. It's that it's gone. It, it's gone, dude. It's gone. It's it's never gonna go back. The fact is, is is you feel you feel crazy, because on one end. All the news stories, it's like your mind's fighting with itself because on one end of the news, all you hear is about people running around in parks, frolicking, playing Pokemon Go, and then on the and then on the other half of the news is death, murder, you know, fifteen cops shot here, you know, and it's like there's no in between. Shit. Well, when I hear and I don't even watch news lately, it's been different because of all the craziness going on. But for the longest time, almost. A, half a year i didn't watch news ever but when you hear a good story on the news whether it's local or you know cnn or fox you don't you don't you like stand back a little bit and you're like oh you i mean you pay attention you're like oh okay this guy donated some clothes no i'm looking like all right what what what's next what's hiding what's like yeah right yeah or they always come back with fox news alert you know what i mean and why is everything a Fox News alert? Why why is everything an alert? Why is everything a big deal? They got over with that during 9/11 and at one point when you heard that some shit was going down cuz that's what it does. That noise gets your attention, but then you hear it now and it's like boom. Or it's like doom, Fox News alert. Doom doom doom. Kim Kardashian is pregnant again. Fuck off, you know. Yeah, um uh yeah, exactly. It's something pointless. It's, that's what you got my attention for. What was funny is last night on the, watching the convention stuff is flipping channels. I'd flip back and forth between CNN and how they CNN. I'd be like, "Well, he's not really getting any crowd reaction. Um, this this sucks. These people are assholes. They're the, racist." And then you flip over to Fox and they're like, "Woo! You know, yeah. throw your panties on this." But then they still had to, you know. The, then you had the Republicans who were fighting it. They're still for what's his name? I can't even think of his name right now. That Ted crazy, Cruz. Ted. Asshole. Did you hear? What, I thought it was an onion story and it was fake, but it was true. He went and he said, "I'll vote for Donald Trump when he makes masturbation illegal." It's a real story. He really said that. You well, see NBC those stories? is a fucking yeah, bunch of you know, hacks anymore, anyway. But in regards to this convention, though, man, John Oliver, really quick on NBC. John Oliver on this week, like he made the point about NBC, and he said the Olympics are coming. That's your biannual. Reminder that NBC still exists. Was that a real... Wait, he had an episode this week? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was all about the Olympics, wasn't it? That's another thing, really. When you want to get into the Olympic thing, is we hear all this shit about... And I know the Zika virus is new, but how Brazil is all fucked up and like everybody's going to die when you go there and everything else. They just had the World Cup two years ago, and we didn't hear any of this shit. You know, we'll do an entire show on the Olympics when it gets closer, because that's another fucking chaos fiasco. It's, uh, it's, Did you hear the thing about the rowers? No. They told the like the, the team rowers, like I guess the water's so nasty and shit. Like they they told the team rowers when you're rowing, keep your mouth shut. Wear a full body scuba suit. They told them to keep your mouth shut and 
any any wet equipment, make sure to wash your hands and everything before you touch any oh, exposed God. equipment. Because what? they said there's just fecal matter and who knows what in the water. Uh, we'll we'll talk all about that. Let's wrap the show up, dude, by talking about this. Well, I just saw Ted Cruz of War on Dildos. Yeah, it's real. Ted Cruz takes brave stance in the War on Dildos. First of all, I didn't know there was a War on Dildos. Uh, this is a real story from Esquire.com. You know, I did make fun of that a while ago. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. I did, I, but I didn't know America was going to do it. Okay. Now, 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 go back to what I was saying about Putin. Can you imagine Putin coming out and saying, you know what? Comrade, what we need yeah. is less dildos. I mean, come on, dude. That's when faith and religion and all that hokey evangelical shit just makes me want to throw up my mouth, dude, because get... Stop making, nuclear bo- stop making nuclear missiles look like dicks, and then we'll get rid of dildos. But so Trump's okay. wife, Trump's wife gave a speech last night. I was giving my kid a bath and and feeding him, you know, doing both, trying to pay attention and then watch the aftermath of the reporting. I thought it was done good. I mean, she has a cool accent. She's pretty. She's hot. Um, that might have been really why I paid attention. Apparently, and I watched the video. It she literally, it's a part of her, not all of it, but part of her speech sounded almost identical to what Michelle Obama said. Everyone's saying she's plagiarizing. Here's my opinion on it, and then you can give me how you feel, because I, I could see it on your face. What I think might have happened, and I, I'll just put my tinfoil hat on for a minute, is she comes off as one of those European dumbass women who maybe isn't all that bright, and somebody was able to like, slip in some shit into her speech on the teleprompter, and as she's reading it, she doesn't know what she's saying. She doesn't know that, hey, I didn't write this. I'm just going to keep reading it. Kind of like the Ron Burgundy thing. Yeah. Put anything on the teleprompter and he'll read it. That's kind of like what I felt when I saw this. That may or may not be the truth. Um, but don't you think somebody on her staff would have proofread that shit and looked it up? I mean, I know a fucking junior high kid writing a term paper, a two-page term paper in middle school, has to go to plagiarism.com or some shit to make sure they're not plagiarizing. Right. For one, nobody noticed it until it was brought up. And if you said you did, you're lying. Because who gives a fuck what Michelle Obama said in 2008? Nobody knows. Until that hit social media, nobody knew shit. That's interesting. That's interesting. Okay. Two, Michelle Obama was not plagiarized because Michelle Obama did not write that fucking speech. So somebody else was plagiarized. Well, if that's I mean, I'm just saying, she didn't write that speech. They have a team of speechwriters. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And as far as I know, it and could have been the same too. goddamn speechwriters. I don't know. Good ones, too. I've always said, as much as I hate them, much as I can't stand the Obamas, whoever writes their speeches, man, are extremely talented. I'll well, give them I that. mean, like Clinton. I've always said that. Clinton was. Clinton could sell me. I can't stand that dude, really, but he could sell me some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy has a good, good yeah. speech. Obama gives a good speech. Sounds too much like The Rock for me, but. Like, but, um. But the speechwriters, I don't know. And to me. There's part of me that wonders if somebody intentionally threw that in there That's to, what I'm to saying. fuck them. Doesn't that seem in the speech writing? And I'm not saying that. Trust me, I'm not a like a hundred percent woohoo Trump supporter. But the first thing to come up to my mind is, wow, this is a little too soon. They couldn't wait for her speech to get over with to sink this in overnight. I just something ain't right, man. Something's kind of fishy, and I know that's probably going to be the reaction from the Trump campaign. Well, but then you look at the headline. What was the like? What did I send you that text like ten minutes after it was over on CNN? And there's a big old the, the front page plagiarized, fucking big. I mean, so they come out and let's say the Trump campaign comes out and says, you know what? Somebody slipped this in. Somebody put this on the teleprompter. This, this was a sabotage, dude. His wife's gonna look like the biggest idiot, and they're gonna let her look like an idiot. 
because you know if obviously as she was reading it she should have said this isn't what we went over right did you notice <laughs> well, it might have been who knows she like, like the biggest bimbo dude because you know they just give you that shit and they're like here say this shit like you've got any part of writing and all she did was fill in her mom and dad's names and talk about some kind of experience that she had in Latvia or wherever the hell she was from. Did you notice how Donald came in like the Undertaker? Okay, dude. How many bands and dude, Super Bowl performances and that we've seen? It seems like the media is just doing everything they can. You know, where it used to be, okay, everyone knew the media was left-leaning and pro-liberal and Obama. They're not holding any punches. Well, They're not, dude. NBC's like, story was like uh, Melina's speech. Cut and paste. I mean, right, like, right. Fuck, you were a news agency. Yeah, Trump. Trump walks a lot like the Undertaker, which yeah, they're they're they look a lot like. But I saw that on Channel Twenty Three, and I'm thinking to myself, come on. But it, but it, you know what it, Michael, it is anymore. I mean, Michael Jackson, Madonna. But this is like, there's no professional journalists anymore. There's no. fucking hacks like us no. just sitting around fucking texting each other jokes back and forth while we're watching this shit. You, but I'll tell you what, dude, that degree in journalism is getting them fucking six right. figures. But what well, I'm saying, I mean, you are sitting here. You is know. these fucking hacks are doing the same fucking bits we're oh. doing back and forth, and you know it's getting published. And I'm like, really, you guys are basically doing dick jokes, and you know, because dude, that this goes back to what we said in our very first episode: the mainstream media is bullshit. But that journalism degree, it's a piece of paper and some time in college, dude, and they're getting millions a lot Well, of they them. get the rubes to believe, like, hey, this is important because somebody with a piece of paper fucking said it's important. And it's, it's the same. That's why, really, we don't need... The way Twitter is with everything right now, like, you don't really need a report of that because you can sit there and read your Twitter feed, and if you get past a lot of people's bad shtick, they... You can get the same coverage and basically the same shit that you're writing. Yeah. <laughs> what we learned, though, what what we learned is Trump should tell that Mike Pence dude, his vice presidential candidate, to beat it. And he should hire that cop from uh, Wisconsin, from that black dude, uh, uh, the Wisconsin chief of police that he had speaking yesterday and have him be his vice president. What I didn't like about that dude, and I know why he did it, and this is what my last statement on all this, is that he comes out and he says, well, I'm a Christian first, a conservative second, and an American third. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that's why Trump chose you is because those kind of people don't support him. So they chose you to kind of balance it out. Smart, but um, you immediately lost me. If there was any chance that I was going to be 100% for Trump, it, w it was resting on who he was going to pick for VP. As soon as I heard that guy say that, I was yeah, no. Oh, that, that Indian, that, that Mike Pence dude, he is, he is like wacky, like wacky religion. Oh, you know what, though, I did from that Melina speech, that, or whatever her name is. Whatever, the wife. Uh, Melania. What I did realize, though, is as long as it takes her to speak and the way she struggles with language and the way Trump's always like, all right, let's go. It's going to be big. It's going to be huge. I'm sure he just sits there all the time and just goes, shut up, dummy. Or, like, spit it out, stupid. Like, I don't see him sitting there taking the time for this dope to she would spit never out even the words. The whole time she's up there talking, I'm I like, I'm I like, love Donald. I, he's such a good man. Four billion he, in a bank. Bitch, you wouldn't be near that dude. You wouldn't give him the time of day if he was a tax consultant making, you know, Whatever, eighty thousand a year, man. If he was a flirt at fucking my son Baron, <laughs> no, nah, dude. Oh, you know what? Somebody did in the media that I'm surprised that they did, like that they didn't take any shit for. 
What's that? They put a picture, and if they did this to Michelle Obama, people would fucking lose their mind. They put a picture in that white dress when Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce, went and accepted that oh, SB Award God. in the white dress. Yeah. They put a picture right next to Melania. Now, if you would have taken, if somebody in the media would have taken a picture of RuPaul and put it right next to Michelle Obama, oh, it would have been people would have been fucking. Oh, fired. do you remember when these news anchors look at her arms? She has beautiful milk chocolate, luscious skin arms. Dude, they fucking admire these people, and that's the world we live in, man. Where people admire, they admire people like that, but won't give credit to Gary Johnson, who I think I'm supporting, man. Who are you well, going for? Right here, right now, dude. Who are you going for? I'm gonna vote for fucking Trump because I want to see some shit. <laughs> Do I want to be? Would, a would I want? Would I love to vote Libertarian? Yes, I would. I I would love to, but I'm gonna fight against what I've always fought about. That if I vote Libertarian at this point right now, I'd be voting basically for Hillary. And I know I've said this entire time that's the bullshit way of thinking. But I can't do it. I cannot. I cannot hear that bitch's oh, voice dude, for would, another four uh, to eight years. I, I no, can't. No, 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 no. I hate her. I hate her with a passion. And my anger is justified. I can't do it. I mean, I just, I cannot stand. She, her poor attempts at chameleon that she does like when she talks to a black audience and she gets this little southern speak yeah that's buzz. annoying that's annoying and then she'll talk to this other you know into a, a, a southern white people then the accent changes a little bit then she goes to boston and gives a speech and she sounds like jfk but she and, gets away with it and i can't fuck she and gets away with it. this town we got shut up and she gets away with not being charged with anything for benghazi in these emails i'm just gonna stop while i'm ahead and have you noticed though whenever a woman pops up she's supposed to be so pro woman and so pro this oh she gets really she yeah fucking dis tries to destroy them and the fact is, though, is if anybody went and said, "Look, how many fucking you know?" Well, women are shit. Have you for, but how much shit have you forgiven? You know, if you did her though, you know, like the whole giving in to this dude, letting him cheat around and fuck around, people would lose their mind. And we'll be here. Every oh, week. I'm ready for election day. Every week, I'm gonna put that fucking American flag, fucking Chuck Norris hat on, shirt, and all that shit that I had at Freedom Fest. Oh man, I. And we're going all day. We'll see where it goes, man. Maybe we'll get a, an election day event going down. Um, all I can say, everybody, is just be safe. Take care of your own. Look after your rights. Look after your families. Look after yourselves, especially here in Bakersfield. The Wild West, the end of the world as we know it. This is the Chad Man and Randy Show. Out. Slice and burn, return, listen to yourself, churn Clock in, in uniform and foot